from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. With your Best lines in rock and roll history. Oh, it is right my there. favorite Def Leppard song. I've got tickets to go see them. Uh, the one show they've been postponing for years. That would be a great show. I think I'm going to have to. If Steve Austin ever goes before me, I think he's requested that that actually be put on his headstone. Oh, yeah. I just saw him on it's Friday. Better to, it's better to burn out than to fade away. I saw him on Friday, and I was like, "So I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow." And he goes. No, I'm not coming no, in. I ain't coming in. I was like, yeah, that's what you always say. And then you show up, and you just did it to prove me wrong today. <laughs> I'm going to shut that slick up. We Good. love you, Steve, but come on. You could have at least. Come on. Better to burn out than to fade away. Great, great line. Brings a tear to your eye. <laughs> Am I pushing this button? Why is this button pushed? Is it already pushed? I don't know. What are you doing? Is he on there? I can't hear him. Is there anything Hello, on there? Hello, Bueller. Bueller, Tommy, 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 you there? Earth to Tommy. I don't know. Should, Major Tom to ground control. I don't know. There's a button pushed over here, and the light is lit, but it is not going. It's locked, so. Hey, no. Did um, he put this, the slider up? Yeah, uh, the, the slider. Oh, my yeah, Lord, good, Bill. Good job, Bill. So hit the button again, because you got them locked. <sighs> no, I don't. Yeah, it's. I'm looking at it. It's locked. I right. only hit it 100 there. times just once. I yeah. hit it once. It's right there. It's hit not the good. bottom. Hit the bottom. There's a square button on the bottom. Uh, square bottom. Uh, not doing yeah. it. Not Nobody doing say it. any naughty words. <clears throat> I'm coming over here to work this out. Why don't you do this? Why don't you hang up on him and just have him go? I back? can't because he's locked. You guys have him <laughs> locked on your end. <laughs> Who locked him? Why did you touch the phone? I didn't touch the phone. Don't yell at me. You know what? Now we're just going to have to wait. Okay. So just start passing the donuts around and let's do what we got to do. I, you know, Bill, hey. Bill George, that, would you like a donut uh, while we're donut, in, while we're donut, in break? Donut. While we're, Donut. Slick, would you like a donut while you're here uh, uh-huh. messing with the phones? Uh huh. See, that that's not on me. Uh, somebody did something. Now it's somebody did it's something. It's that, that magical uh, gremlin of the studio, I guess. You remember when we had the phone system where we had to like run in the back oh. and like reset it and do all uh, Yeah. Poor Erin. <laughs> she turned around and it got to the point where every day when she came in, <laughs> oh, she just try. rebooted. Now try. Oh, you pressed something on your ring. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I saw that over there, yeah. Slick. Push I don't. The- I haven't touched anything since I put him on hold. All push right. Button, Somebody over there button, wanted to talk Slick, to him. You know, every day is the first day, I, I guess. I, <laughs> par- I, don't look at me. It's these guys over here pushing buttons that they should be pushing. No, <laughs> yeah, I didn't touch nothing. I put him on hold. I was like, Tom, it's going to be a little bit. This is going to be a great conversation. This sure. is awesome. And then Brayton or somebody over there was Vince. Was well, it I, you? I, I did hear the warning about not saying any any dirty words. So I was going to start <laughs> off by reciting, you know, George Carlin's ten words you can't say on TV. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the last time Tom um, called in to talk. Yeah, and and, we, and it was a good run for us as well. Uh, so, how was the trip out to Missouri, man? Oh, we we had a we had a, a, a great time out there, and it was a little bit warmer than I than I like it. Uh, you know the. The Midwest is still uh, is still warmer than it should be for this time of year, but uh, we uh, we saw over a hundred does and over 20, 20 bucks, and uh, I did manage to harvest a very nice uh, four and a half year old nine point. So, 
and and then uh, then Don't after after, after that I got to work it. on my doe management, and I, I managed to get two two does, and then the guy I was hunting with he uh, he got one, so we have three does taken off the property and one buck. So nice. we're, well, we're, we're we've got a good start. Now, are you aging the deer, or is somebody you taking it somewhere and letting them age it? Uh, we do we do uh, on the bucks we we pull the jaws. Uh, but, uh, you know, based, based on, you know, I've, I've gotten pretty familiar with the deer on my property. This sure. just was a, a, a solid four and a half year old. Yeah. Tom, why do you, why do you pull the jaws? Uh, you know, to, just, to, uh, you can age a deer by the teeth and, uh, you know, I'm, I am not good at it, <laughs> but I've. <laughs> I have a friend who's a biologist who, who who makes his living doing these kind of things. So uh, I said we save the jaws, and then he can tell us exactly yeah. how old the bucks are. You well, know, the first time I ever had to experience that, it was uh, quite a thing to watch. As a human being, you know, who doesn't like going to the dentist in the first place, to see that jaw pulling tool that they use, and then yeah, we got one. Then you take the loppers and you know cut off a section of it. You're like going, ah, oh, dang man, I'm never getting another root canal as long as I live. <laughs> And, Never. and Vince, Vince isn't familiar with any of that type of stuff, you know. Uh, that's why I asked. I'm definitely yeah, not. based on based, you know, uh, you can, you know, based on the, the the teeth, you know, as the jaw grows, they have more teeth, and and then of course after they're mature, you know, they uh, they the wear patterns on the teeth, and these biologists can take a look at all that and tell you exactly how old the, the deer are. Yep. And but you know, uh, you know, the the National Deer uh, Management Association has a really nice. Uh, poster that kind of shows you the body characteristics of the different age classes of deer. Sure. So we have that. We have that in the barn to to go over with hunters that uh, aren't you know that so they understand exactly what kind of deer we want harvested. And especially my Florida hunters who come out there and think that my two and a half year old eight points are an absolute monster deer. And uh, and <laughs> I don't I don't want my two and a half year old shot. I need them to put on a couple more years before uh, they make the hit list. Yeah, and make sure that they have a pot belly and they look middle aged, a little gray around the muzzle, and uh, whack him. The dad yep, bod. Yep. Yeah, if they uh, yeah if they have the dad bod, shoot them. If they have the teenage <laughs> bod, let them leave them alone. Exactly. We uh, you know we we do a pretty good job of, of leaving our young deer alone. Uh, you know, all, we don't have on my property. We don't do point restrictions other than what it takes to be a state legal deer out there in Missouri, which is four. You know, in my in side. my area, it's four points on one side. Yep. You know, so an eight point. Uh, all we ask is that the deer display mature body characteristics. Now, I got to ask you: Are you doing assessments on the does as well, seeing if they're uh, impregnated or what the size it's, of uh, it? They are. There, there is no rutting activity whatsoever going on right now. With the, I think this year, you know, it's uh, usually usually uh, about the about the third week of October you start seeing some of that. But given the 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 heat and the drought that they had this year, it wouldn't surprise me that if it, it didn't start. Uh, uh, a little bit later towards November, oh, so that'd be we'll awesome. be out. We'll be back out for rifle season, so I, hopefully, uh, you know, things will sync up nicely for that. Boy, I tell you, on that full moon around the fifteenth or thirteenth, I think this year, and uh, along if they start the rut, man, there's going to be a lot of. It's going to sound like the Sumter County Wars up there. Open well, all the all the all the bucks were still traveling uh, in in uh, in bachelor groups, uh, you know, uh, so. Uh, it really wasn't a thing where it looked like it was even getting ready to start. But all it all it'll take is maybe, uh, you know, it, it runs. They say that it sort of runs on, you know, the the photo period and the and the 
and the the moon. But you know, I I will say that when we get that first blast of cold air coming yeah. down out of the north, uh, that goes a long way towards kicking things off as well. Well, I saw yeah. your video of the the young teenagers out there sparring in the field next oh, yeah. to the doe, and so they're Dinky. they're they're getting ready. I mean, they're Dinky you know, they're, McDinkerson. Yeah, right. they were out there, you know, trying to see who was going to be king of the food plot. You know, well. these these one and a half, two and a half year old deer who have no idea what's going on. Well, Tom, I can tell you that that uh, nice coolness has the same effect on me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, there, Bucky. Oh, hold on, you know, there, Bill. There's you know just what, something turn... about being just a little nip in the air. Well, that, you Probably, know what? Turn up the air know, conditioner even, in here. Even with the uh, the the drought and the heat that we had this uh, this year, you know, we it, it destroyed our, our food plots. But I was quite surprised with the amount of. Uh, of fat, especially the does, uh, you know, when you, if you take a look at the fat around the kidneys, that's a real good indicator of, of how your herd is doing, if, if, if they're getting the nutrition that they need. And every one of our does had plenty of fat stored around the kidneys. So, um, you know, I, they're, they're, even though we don't have as much going on in the food plots, uh, we, we just got some clover put down uh, today, yesterday and today. Uh, my property manager's out there because we've got the the weather pattern seems to have changed a little bit, and we're getting some some first the first rain we've had in months, so we're gonna get we're gonna at least get some clover in the ground. Well, that'll help them all through the the winter once if it can get in there and get established a get little. Get that bit. ryegrass going too, man. For when that first comes in there, it'll die off during the winter, but at least it'll get yep. a good sh- jump start. But uh, are you when are you gonna go back? You're done for archery, so you're not gonna go yeah. back until November. Uh, I'll go back. I'll go. We'll go back in November for the uh, for the rifle season, and then uh, we'll. Uh, I'll, uh, you know, I usually go out uh, during uh, alternative to see if I have a if I have a rifle tag uh, left over. You know, if I don't harvest during the rifle, I'll go out during alternative weapons and muzzleloader hunt. Uh, that can be really exciting because every deer on the property is packing into the food plots. So that's the reason we want to get at least something in there to, to help out that those late season hunts. Plus. We bring in we bring in uh, a bunch of uh, father uh, child uh, hunters uh, and some uh, we donate some hunts to the local high schools and things like that for raising money for their sports teams because uh, you know my biologist wants me to take between twenty and twenty five does off the property. I volunteer. So, uh, I keep inviting you, but that 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 tyrant of a boss of yours over at G five won't let you get out of the shop <laughs> during hunting season. Now I know there's one day in November <laughs> that you're not going to be out there, correct? Yeah, there. Yeah, the the rifle season in uh, in November is uh, November thirteenth to the twenty third out there in Missouri. So, but what I, what I, my point is, you'll be back here on the thirtieth, correct? Uh, yes, I will be in a little swamp area for like a big game kind of thing. Uh, you know, I think there's a something about you know the the, the dirty nasty Seminoles are coming to town. So yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, yeah, I will be up. I will be up in Gainesville to watch watch uh, the the Gators uh, and the Knolls play. So. You know Vince like is gonna, Vince is going to go. He's going to be there. You, you know, oh, nice. You guys will have yeah. to hook up and uh, share some popcorn or something. But I have a quick question for you. Slightly yes, different topic. Get off of that dang football stuff. Bill, what let the man speak. The thing that you had going on. How about that? Oh, uh, I will tell you that the you were correct. The pinfish. You know, we we caught very few uh, small fish. Uh, you know, the, it seemed like the bait, there was plenty of uh, white bait in the water, but very few pinfish came over the rails. Uh, 
we did watch, you know, there were lots of cormorants around the, around the pier and we saw them catching ladyfish and trout, uh, and, and, and eating them. And, uh, it just seemed like, uh, all the smaller fish were wiped out there around pier 60 and the reports from the guys working the pier is that, uh, that they are catching redfish and, tr- and snook in the lights at night. But, uh, it seems like a lot of the bait fish got, got the worst of it from the red tide. Correct. Which is what, what I saw in the dumpsters. Yep. Yep. So, but, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, hopefully the, the bay will bounce back, you know, it's, uh, it's bounced. Don't worry. It's bounced. It's already bounced. It's bouncy, bouncy. There's red fishy bouncy uh, everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's a uh, red fish snook. Uh, it's going to be opening up Good. in a couple of days and, uh, they'll be bouncy, yep. bouncy in the bottom of a boat somewhere. T- Tuesday, you can start keeping some of them. That's right. You need to start cleaning up the re- uh, the green egg there, buddy. My green egg? Yeah. Why? You're not cooking no fish on my green egg. Why? Because I use bites pork and beef, man. If I brought over some snook. That's what the hibachi's for. Yeah, that'll, that'll work, too. Yeah. Well, you guys have a good day. Everybody Pre- stay safe out there, and I'm going to hang up and listen to you all talk. Ah, right, you're going to torture yourself. Why buddy. would you do that? See you, Tom. Later, man. I know that uh, out there in that uh, Missouri area, that time of year, Every year, when I'd go out, I'd call Jeffrey Scott, and I'd be like, dude, are they running around? They're doing Nope. Haven't got a cold front yet. Nope. Haven't got a cold front yet. But at first cold snap, dude, the uh, automobile-to-car ratio impact <laughs> literally goes through the roof. Oh, literally. yeah. It really does. It sets them off, and next thing you know, uh, people are showing up late for work. It blew me away when I was in Pennsylvania and seen all that deer on the side of the road. I'm like, oh. How old is that deer? <laughs> Those are BG deer. How, no, how old are they? They're BG deer. What's BG? Bill George's deer. He picks them up on the side yeah. of the road. While <laughs> I, ga- I gauge the economy by how many deer are on the side of the road because if the economy's doing good, that people don't pick them up. But when people really start hurting, that deer gets hit fresh. He's in whole condition. Poof, he's gone. Can't do that in Texas anymore. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Hang on, and we'll be back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't give me that Italian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are driving me. What do you use? What do you say uh, in Italian? Cacuzza. Yeah, there you go. You're driving me cacuzza. <laughs> You're All right, we're gonna we're gonna change gears a little bit about uh, what's going on. We kind of covered the Goliath grouper beat that dead fish to death, and uh, it's good to see that the bay is going to be opening up. Uh, so that you can go out and catch yourself some fish and maybe take some stuff home and have a nice little grill. I know there'll be a lot of people celebrating, uh, having go- getting out there and having a good time. For those who don't adhere to the rules, eh, it's the same old, same old for you guys. Just don't <laughs> be surprised when it happens because what's going to happen is a lot of your people who can't keep fish just south of here are going to be yep. targeting the Tampa Bay area the fish. So you're going to have an increased presence. Mm-hmm. And if you do not want a whole bunch of people just inundating your your little honey holes, you need to help. Even though you there, you need to help get the southern area open so that it the the take is spread amongst everywhere. Yeah. So and not, not make, just 
But Wait, you know what? Not making that right turn past Anna Maria. There's plenty out there, so don't worry about it. Oh, there's it. lots of them out there. <clears throat> yeah, well said. Uh, when we were talking to Tom, you know, he was talking about dough management, and uh, I saw my buddy uh, uh, Rob Davenport. He was up there doing his little dough management up on his property. He had a few deer hanging in the, the walk-in freezer looking pretty good. But this story came out this past week, and I wanted to kind of ask you, Bill George, because you know more, more about up north than I do, that's for sure, but... Um, it just came out that Maine, I guess, is going to be the hot spot this year if you want to go up and fill your freezer because they say that more doe deer must be harvested harvested to uh, manage the state's herd much better. They're reviewing their uh, permit system up there to make it more liberal, allowing hunters to collect more does during uh, next year's season. Now, I don't know what the population is for Maine, what do you, what is the what population? It was one point three nine hundred ninety two. So less than one and a half million people. Up we there. have more people in Pinellas County than they do in Maine. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but they're saying a record number of tags have been issued. Bill George, you ready? Yeah. You ready to hear this number of record tag numbers? One hundred fifty three thousand nine hundred ten. Any deer permits were issued this year to hunters. Any deer. Any deer. So what do you think people are going to target if you give them an any deer tag? Well, every time I bought an any deer tag, I went out to shoot a buck. And I used my doe tags, my doe permits in Missouri to kill does. So I'm I always to... said that if I buy two if I buy two extra doe tags, then the worst I'm going to come out of Missouri with is at least three does. If I go to Maine, though, I'm, I'm going to use my buck tag for a moose. <laughs> <laughs> I've I can, always wanted to hunt a moose. I can I'm hook sorry. you up. I have a girl up there who's a guide. She does extremely well really? up there. Yeah, I've always wanted. There's like a couple things I've always wanted to hunt, and a moose is one of them. I just want to see a moose. I think she's actually had. I've to seen g- them. They're huge. Oh, it's a horse with antlers. It's, no, it's, they make horse look small. Even like like the Budweiser Clydesdales. Yeah, I'd rather have a moose pulling my truck. Yeah, they're tall. They got very long legs. They got to get through that snow, man. Do you, it's do you know easy. what their natural predator is? Uh, wolves. No. Grizzly bears, orca whales. No, yes, because no. they can dive. They can dive super deep, and so the, they'll be out there diving up in the waters off the Pacific co- or on the Atlantic coast, and they get eaten by orca whales. I could see that. They Google it. Nice, it's, I'm telling nice you, snack. it's a fact. I was like, what? It, I'm like dumbfounded. I'm like, no, it's not. One hundred fifty-three thousand nine hundred deer. Uh, any deer permits were issued to hunters this year, allowing hunters to either get an antlerless or a buck. Uh, with antlers less than three inches. I always thought how you talk about liberal deer rules up there. Uh, let's see, that's 43,920 more permits than the previous season when hunters collected 14,020 antlerless deer, including, now this is what always gets me, 9,120 does and 4,900 fawns. Fawns? Fawns. Uh, they encourage them to shoot fawns up there, I guess. Why? Is it like is it like veal? If and I I looked this up because if it is a late birthed fawn, the thoughts of the DNR up there is that they're not going to make it through winter anyway. So you might as well go ahead and just take them out now before they starve to death or freeze to death or whatever it is at the end. If they're not up to a certain size, if it's a fawn, go ahead and kill it. Go ahead and kill it before it starves. Does that count against my tags, though? Uh, yeah. It's it an any tag, right? Yeah, it's an any deer tag. So from fawn to muy grande. I bet you that meat would be good. 
It could be. I'm, I'm thinking it's like veal. If it's if it's well, not not been moving around too much, it's probably all nice and tender. Yeah. I can tell you, I I shot one one time. I thought it was a big deer, but it was a very it was on a hill with and a 300 deer- wind mag. <laughs> no muzzleloader. Get, okay. get, get get your uh, glasses there fixed. Get it, the it was on a, out there. I was on a, a rolling hill, and it was higher on the hill, and all the other deer were low and back behind it. So I thought it was the bigger deer. <laughs> and it, Oops. I I, it, I must have blew the spots off of it because it there was so. Mm. <laughs> It was. It That's was all bad. You guys. It, it was. It, it was bad. It was. It was bad. Well, they projected for every ten permits that they issue, only one doe is taken. So they've uh, favored a proposal uh, that includes the change the any deer permit to an antlerless one, rather than choosing between shooting a buck or a doe. That way, um, you could have an additional doe with each one, and that way each person could shoot up to two deer, and he wouldn't come out of the woods with uh, an empty hands. You know, if you didn't see a buck, you know, you could shoot a doe. And uh, so it kind of sounds like they simplified the process up there. Yeah. Well, it, it's like I said, like they do in Missouri, I always buy two doe tags, and that way I know I'm going to go home with at least three does, or at least that's the plan. You know, one buck and two does, or three does. Big, big, big deal. It works for me. And you know what? Sometimes, like as Tom just pointed out when he called, uh, you get out there, there's 20 does in the field. And they're going to be out there every morning hanging same time, out. Same doing, channel. Uh, yeah, they're going to be there hanging out, doing their girly thing out there. So, you know, on the last day of the hunt, sun's getting ready to go down. Yeah, if Mr. Mooey hasn't showed up there, <laughs> zippity-doo-dah, I got three deer, I'm out of here. That'll we're, work. We're done. Meet, meets me. So if you're looking for a place to go kill some deer, I would say uh, go kill some does. Head your boat on up to Maine. Just take your step and go. You know what, though? Hunting in the cold is so nice. It is so nice. I love it. How cold is cold, though? For you, how cold is cold? How long would you sit in the cold? I look at it this way. Deer are going to eat. They're going to feed no matter what. It's going to get, they're going to be down just like any human being for a certain amount of time. But now, if you got a fifty mile an hour, you know, well, yeah. what do they call those blizzardy things up there, uh, Bill George? A nor'easter. Yeah, nor'easter. If you got a nor'eastery thing blowing through there, <laughs> chances are you're not going to see very much. True. So you might as well be at the uh, be in the camper or camp or hotel or whatever it is you're doing. But if it's a snowdrift day and it's quiet and it's just hanging out there. They're going to move around just like they would normally. Dude, they got to eat. So if you're dressed properly, you're not going to be too, too cold. That's the hardest part. Ask Bill George, ask Glenn Kinman. You, you know, he put those uh, thermocell heater jobbers in his boots, and he was good to go for the entire day. Your feet are warm. Everything else can just freeze off. It doesn't matter. <laughs> not everything. <laughs> I'd like to keep the tip of my nose, if you don't mind. Is that back to the toilet paper thing? <laughs> <laughs> I've always but, found in my years of travel with the Buccaneers standing on the sidelines when it was 20 below in Chicago that if you can get the torso, you get that core warmed up and you get it hot there, everything else, it doesn't matter. If my hands get cold, I'm done. They won't get they won't get cold. If your core is hot where you are hot, you you I was holding on to steel and it was 20 below and it was I mean it was nothing. Nothing. It felt cool in my hand. It wasn't like <laughs> like holding an icy it was nice. No brain freeze. No, no bueno. No brain freeze. I'm with Vince. I don't like my hands being cold. Nope. I sat down on the sidelines. I was so hot. 
I unzipped my one-piece suit. I opened it up, and it looked like I'd literally caught on fire. It was just steam. <laughs> I had to unzip it to cool off, man. But I was wearing a uh, basically a flotation device overall. Oh, uh, yeah. You'll get hot in those. The ones that the oil field yeah. workers work on with the neoprene layer? Oof. No, thank you. Perfect for the sidelines in Chicago. Taking a break. It's big and wild outdoors. What are you looking at over there, Bill? You're going into uh, a hyper mode over I'm there. I'm having to work this set. Oh, I'm sorry. It is a big and wild outdoors. But you my brand report. I thought he was buying tickets to Maine. You're gonna start singing, Bill George. How would we have Isn't this about it? your same speed as uh, Sally's restaurant or whatever it Alice's is? Alice's restaurant. Yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> that's a little slower. Alice's <clears throat> restaurant. I guess whatever. Uh, Bill George doesn't do anything uh, fast. Listen, no, if you ever, look how long it took him to get live grouper on our on our ticket. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you want to. <laughs> If you want to have some fun, <laughs> go put that on one of those electronic jukeboxes when everybody's been playing all this upbeat What's songs. Play down, Sally? No, no, no. Alice's Restaurant. Oh, my and gosh. And just watch the crowd all start looking yeah. around. Like, next thing you know, sleep? he's going to tell us what's new like, Pussycat is going to be that? the next hit. <laughs> hey, look, everybody. Guess what I'm doing? I'm beating a dead horse. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, if you did not hear and you did not know... America does have deadly animals that live amongst us. Yeah. I, I watched uh, that. Sh- Do you ever watch that show? Um, uh, I survived or whatever it was last last night. There was a story of a <clears throat> elderly husband and wife couple who were hiking through the woods of, I think it was Colorado, and a very large uh, Florida panther <laughs> that was there on vacation. <clears throat> <clears throat> latched onto the husband, and literally no matter what they did to this thing, it would not let go. So that tells you that once they get into that mode, they're done. I mean, he literally had his wife pull a pen out of his top pocket and stuff it in the in its eyeball, and it still wouldn't let go. And uh, she's beating on it with a log that she'd wow. found, uh, whacking it, whacking it, whacking it, trying to get it, and it was not going to let go. It's like, I'm eating. Tore him to shreds, ripped his face off right here on the jaw and everything else and some other things. Yeah, he survived. Um, but eventually, and this goes to tell you, she when she finally hit him on the snout, hit him across the bridge of the nose between the eyes and the tip of the nose was the only time it let go and then ran kind of off. It was the only thing that like cracked the bridge of its nose where it was doing but everything else this guy did to it stuck its hand, his hand in its mouth, grabbed its tongue. You know everything you've ever been taught to do to a dog. <laughs> he wasn't having it. Yeah, this cougar was like, you know, yeah, yeah. This ain't. I'm here on vacation from Florida. I'm eating, and I'm gonna eat me some uh, Colorado. Uh, yeah, I could not. Like, I could not imagine in that in that scenario <clears throat> how what I I'd, I would probably completely freak out and not know what to do. Well, that's why you go into those kinds of woods prepared. You go in there prepared. You go in with a 454 casule, or you go in there with a nice little uh, pocket knife or something that you Some can use pepper to, spray. to disembowel and do whatever. Dude, pepper spray don't work. That one guy sprayed a, a grizzly bear the other day. It was in the news, and that thing like licked it off like Tabasco. I think he was going to use it to spice up the guys <laughs> he ate him. But uh, 
So anyway, it led me to the story that now comes and lands into my finicky little fingers here. The five deadliest animals in North America. Now, these are animals. These aren't critters. These ain't insects. These aren't, you know, anything else like that. These are the five deadliest animals. Or are we going to use, like, the PETA answer and say that human beings are the, word, are the most deadly animal in America? Well, we are. It depends on what rifle you use, but yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. I just, didn't wanna, I, I just don't want that to be an answer. That's kind of like a cop-out. It could be. All right, let's find out. I always love it when they go, you know what, you use a rifle, that's not very fair. Why don't you get out there and, and, and face it face-to-face like any other animal? And I go, okay. So you'd, you'd be okay with me stabbing it to death with a sharpened stick or plug, or beating it to death with a rock? Ah, the good old rock. Yeah. Yeah, is that the weapon of Bill George's Because they always think that the animal somehow is going to win every single fight, and it doesn't really Is that picture still floating around, the, the, the Peter Lowe's brain gun picture? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Is it still somewhere. floating around out there I somewhere? Some chick, that one that was holding <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Somewhere on the internet. Uh, five deadliest animals in North America. Number five is Bill George's favorite. The alligator. I can see that. Has, how many people has it killed since 1950, in the last 50 years? How many people? Because you hear it in the news all the time. Woman attacked. Dog eaten. How many people? How many people have uh, died in the jaws of an alligator in the last 50 years? 45. Bill George? Just throw out a number. Go ahead. How many have died in how long? Last 50 years. Last 50. Uh, 72. 33. Wow. wow. But you would think it was more with the amount of media attention that it gets. It's like, oh, deadly alligator. 10,000 people heard, or a million people heard about, you know, the gentleman who got pulled off the porch in Louisiana. That's 10,000 people who are going to tell you that. Oh, my gosh, 10,000 people heard that, and they, so it must mean 10,000. Uh, and that, that's the way that the media looks at it. Number four, black bears. Black bears are responsible for killing 54 people in the last 50 years. Number uh, three and four, uh, two and three are actually a tie. Between shark and snake. Perfect. Yeah? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> they have killed the same amount of people in the last 50 years, and that would be 57. He cheated. He knew the answer. No, I did not. Snakes and sharks are tied for uh, two and three. Sharks and snakes. And the number one deadliest animal in North America, you would think that it would be like uh, something would go, meow, meow, meow. Deer. Coyote. Okay. Maybe I made it wrong. My ex-girlfriend. My meow was not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever you want to do. The Florida Bobcat. Mountain lion kind of thing, you would think, with the amount of, you know, jogger in California, Colorado, Utah, everybody gets attacked. Deer or by manatees? Brown bears. Brown, brown, bell, bear. brown bears have still have killed more people than any other animal in North America. So 70 I, people in the last 50 years. I, w- I would have gone... Somewhere along the line of, you know, how many people have died because they hit a deer and ran off the road and crashed. I'm getting to that. Notable mentions for the last 50 years. Mountain lions have killed 16 people. Wolves have killed only two. But now here's the kicker. Polar bears have killed 10. Polar bears have killed more than wolves. And by the way, that is crazy. And by the way, the one animal that kills more people each and every year that's not even on the list for the most part, um, 
which would be probably around number two after brown bears, would be what? I, I got nothing. What do you think, Bill Jarts? That's a deer. Dogs. Domestic, dogs. Domesticated dogs kill between fifty, I mean thirty and fifty people each year. Those little monster chihuahuas in the United States. Always <laughs> get people. Well, you know, I mean, uh, pit bull attacks. They drag down a kid or whatever it is. All those stories you hear uh, that between thirty and fifty people a year, not over the past fifty. I would years. have never thunk that many people with the dogs. And in the top, the top five states with the most fatal attacks of all these things like that. The top five states, Florida. What? Okay, California. Uh huh. Texas. I was in Texas. Uh huh. Wisconsin. Mm hmm. And Montana. Uh huh. Tennessee. Uh huh. Yeah, you all suck. Number five <laughs> is Tennessee, which wasn't even on the list uh, that you guys had. 170 deaths by animals, including uh, fatalities when it came to. Uh, Deer and everything else, anything that was caused by an animal. North Carolina was number four at 180 deaths by animals. Florida was number three. That was our first on our list. 247 deaths by animals. Right. Number two, California with 299 animals uh, killing humans. And number one, the great state. Texas. Yeah, we right got, there. We got yeah, four, we got out, of four out of five. Texas, 520 deaths by animals uh, in the state of Texas. I did pretty good there, son. Yeah, you guys did pretty good, except for that whole Wisconsin thing. Where the hell did you pull that out of? I was thinking bears. Big hunters. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in Wisconsin. A lot and of deer A lot of deer that just travel across the road. So. And a lot of beer. So, yeah, I, yeah. Can, see, I can see where you're going. <laughs> I can see where you're going. Uh, you want to get that? You want to push that button right there? Push the button right Push there. Push the right button this time. Dave, are you there? <laughs> hey, I am here. How are you guys this morning? You know what? Dave actually has on the list one of the most deadliest acts that a man can do, and that is go out and kill thousands and thousands in a single day of sporting clays. Ooh. Absolutely. Do your, <laughs> do your part to help reduce the population. That's right. Those things are deadly. <laughs> They're deadly. They'll kill you if you're not careful. Dave, what are you doing? Where is this thing going to happen? So uh, if you remember last year, you guys were out, uh, covered it live. It's at uh, Fishhawk Sporting Clays on the 23rd of October. Yes. Uh, and it's 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 an event you guys love, too. Uh, and I think our community needs to get behind it, and they have. This is our fifth year. It's called the No Greater Sacrifice Clay Shoot based on John fifteen thirteen, where it says there's no greater sacrifice that one person would lay down their life for another. So it's a day where we come together as a community and honor Gold Star families. And last year we had 17 Gold Star family members that attended. Uh, the funds raised are used to send them on a deer hunt uh, up in Georgia, and, and we just try to be a blessing to them. Yeah, so it, it's a great it's... event. would love to have you come out again. Uh, Fishhawks got their new uh, new building done. They've torn down the little trailer. They have, they've upgraded it. It's a great place to come and uh, and course we'll have mission barbecue for lunch you can't beat that that's nice but now uh but you this, know this this year you know, uh, as we go ahead i'm sorry this year we may have to add somebody to the team vince is a <clears throat> is a new shotgun owner so uh, it'll be interesting to see him go out there and try <laughs> to hit sporting clays with an 18 inch uh, combat shotgun 
Oh, that would hey, would love to see that. <laughs> we have about a hundred. We have about a hundred and thirty shooters. Would love to get some more. Nice. Uh, but it's going to be a great event. And you guys know we have the uh, the three retired special operators that come in and, and do a halo parachute jump in to open up the the, uh, the event. You can't beat seeing a hundred square foot American flag. Yeah. Fly through the blue sky in the morning. It's what a, a great way to start your day. It was a nice one to see. I know that. And now this is coming up again. What's the date on it, and where can we get more information? Uh, 23 October, Fishhawk Sporting Clay. So the uh, start time will be 8 a.m. in the morning. Uh, and they can find uh, anything at our website uh, at Black Dagger, all one word, and then the letters mhc.org, blackdaggermhc.org. MHC stands for Military Hunt Club, by the Military way. Military Hunt Club. Yeah, so in case you kind of forget MHC, just go with that. Black Dagger, Yeah, and we've been, we've been real busy. You know, a lot of folks uh, think COVID slowed us down. We didn't. We did more hunting and fishing than we did uh, over other years. We What we did was it did some of the severely injured veterans, we didn't want to, you know, uh, jeopardize their, their health and safety. So we went and grabbed uh, a lot of active duty folks from uh, the different commands on McDill Air Force Base, got them and their children out. In fact, we have a, uh, a youth uh, deer hunt coming up uh, soon, and uh, it's just great to uh, get those guys out. You know, they deployed many for five, six, eight, ten times over the last 20 years. That's right. A lot of time spent away from their family, so it's just nice to get out, uh, do something. We just uh, it's just a great opportunity we're celebrating 10 years of giving back uh, you know and, and you guys know we're an all-volunteer nonprofit I work full-time over at McDill and uh, we've been doing this just because we know it's the right thing to do well Dave you've always been good at it I know that in every event that you've ever done from just the sporting clays to going out just and cleaning graveyards I mean it's it's you guys do great yeah, stuff. Yeah, we got to do that work. again. As soon as we get a little cooler weather here, we're going to go back out and do another uh, cleaning veterans' uh, headstones at the grave at a That's different awesome. graveyard. Yeah, that was that uh, cool. That was uh, that was pretty moving to, to be out there and to see that happening. It was pretty awesome. But again, uh, Black Dagger MHC uh, is where you need to go to to get more information. Dot if org. Like to, uh, dot org. If you want to go and. Uh, get a team together and come out and shoot and all that stuff. It's happening uh, at the end of October. Hopefully, we'll have a nice cool front that comes through for the day. And, uh, well, you'll have doves flying over, teasing us every moment. But uh, it'll be a good time had by all. It's shooting always stuff and barbecue. I'm in. I know. Shooting uh, clay deadly animals and uh, eating <laughs> deadly and delicious animals. So it's all good. Hey, and we want we want to thank you guys for always being – you're so wonderful to the community. But you're, you, you, I, we know you love America, love veterans, uh, and we thank you for supporting us over all these years. You've been always there. I always feel free to, uh, to call on a Saturday morning because you guys are just – you're just good people. Well, thank and we, you. And we, we thank you for that. that. Thank you, Dave. Now, if you would just tell Slick that, then we'll get some stuff done around here a lot better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and and we're, we're enjoying all your allig alligator pictures on social yeah. media, so keep posting them. That's no, we, Bill George. we got more coming. That's Bill George. He's out there <laughs> messing with them damn lizards, man. It's all yeah. good. Well, Hey, I, hey thank God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Yeah, man. Right, thank you. Thanks, buddy. Captain, thank you, Dave. Dave Winters, of course, with the Black Dagger Military Hunt Club. If you uh, just go look for Black Dagger... Military Hunt Club, you can find them on Facebook as well. And they actually do a lot of raffles and stuff throughout the year. I mean, it could be something like a really cool dagger, a one-of-a-kind dagger. It could be a really cool cigar box. I, I, I mean, need it's a new all knife. Kind of, uh, you, yeah, is that what, knife still? I, I think it's in the black hole still. I don't see it in there. 
Oh, they jacked it. I don't see your knife in there, bro. Oh. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be back. <laughs> Well, I was going to open it for you. I was like, Are "We, I'm watching a live episode of MacGyver in here. Dude, this is like, this you is remember awesome. the old games of Operation yeah. where you had to like take the tweezers and not hit the sides? Vince last weekend dropped his pocket knife into the black hole here on top of the uh, studio uh, table. And during the break, we've been sitting there <laughs> strapping out uh, paper clips and everything else like that to try Bill to get Bill George it. is over there chewing chewing gum right now. He's yeah. like, oh, we're going to get this unstuck right now. I need a paper clip and some nitroglycerin stat. Uh, well, don't hit the is, sides. This is what this TV stuff that you, deal you got us signed up for. This is what it's going to be right here. <laughs> yeah. Do we have any tape? Do you have any tape in there? You got any uh, uh, cellophane tape? Yes, there? actually, I do. All right. Could you bring it to uh, us? We need to tape these two oh, no, together. I have to bring it to you. No dirty words. We tape these two together, and then uh, we'll have it long enough to where hopefully we can get it. They're and metal. Get it out you of... can twist them together. Oh, can you? Sandy, are you sure? They're paper clips, so good luck with that. I can't believe we're doing this actually on the air. But <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you were gonna, you were gonna tell me something about some lady who got charged with a bear uh, attack or something, or bears uh, it, it doing something a, bad with a bear. No, what was it? it was a guy back in 2015. 2015, and he was. <laughs> what do I care about? Charged, 2015? He was charged. <laughs> Bill, stop it. We'll come back. <laughs> He's he was charged for one. We're watching Braden molesting like a bear. weld, uh, like spot weld with glue and tape these, <laughs> these paper clips together. If I get this sucker out on the air, I want prize money. Damn it! <laughs> this on. is like something that you would see on the old uh, Survivor show or something like that, where you got it and you get it. I don't it even think we, I don't even think Survivor would at this point would take us because it that's be, ridiculous. Wait, I, 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 <laughs> Bill, keep talking. Bill yeah. George, your hook is too damn big. This is great. It's the only time Bill has ever heard that line in his life, but yeah. <laughs> but Oh, hey. no, his device didn't work. Oh, listen, it's there. Listen, I can see it. Listen, there's an electrical socket right next to there. Just You uh, can plug that into the electrical socket. And <laughs> Who's your boy? Oh, oh he got it. And I you missed it. Vince, you missed it. You were so worried about what Bill George was saying about an electrical socket. Who's your boy? Not what you say is an important, Bill. It's not that I don't victory, love you. Victory, victory okay. is mine. Okay, so uh, like, I'm going to post this on page now. If, if, if Vince lost his knife, left the building, never retrieved his knife, and then Braden manages to find the knife and get the knife out, technically, is it Braden's knife now? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I'm sorry, Vince. You've uh, you've lost you... all rights to your own knife. <laughs> it's in my pocket. Come get it. What is that piece of crud? I've anyway, seen y'all do weirder things after hours, so it's okay. <laughs> that is true. What is I, that? I like it. It's just a little lightweight. It's a liner lock. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's a coast knife. Okay, 12 bucks. I don't care. Yeah, I nobody, like it. You yeah, know you why know, I like you, it? You keep that thing, and don't ever bring it back in this do building. Do you know why I like it? Because it doesn't weigh like five pounds in my pocket. So that you don't know it's there. Oh, I know it's there. One of my favorite knives are the staghorn knives. Staghorn. Those little, I love those things. I actually got one from a, a, an old man. Lost all his all his stuff in an entire hurricane. Had a knife. 
mine had busted right in front of him. He's like, you know what? I want you to have this. And he gave me that knife. I love that. Was it like knife. a little case or something? Or an old timer? Do you yeah. remember what kind it was? Uh, no, it's a so They have two knife. blades? One blade? How two many blades? blades? Uh, two blades. So it was probably a stockman, not a trapper. Um, those, two uh, blades side by side that open on the same side or yeah, one no, on the two other? two blades on the same side. Uh, it'd be a trapper. It was a good knife. Be a good trapper. The only thing I don't like about those is they'll close up on your fingers if you start you know, really getting after, in there. Yeah, you have to wear them out forever. When you wedge them down and all that stuff. Bill George doesn't even carry one anymore. I still can't believe he got it, dude. No. I, I, I'm good like that, bro. I'm good like that. <laughs> I'm a happy now we get to auction off the paper clip that saved Vince's <laughs> knife. <laughs> well, I, I can't and believe we can I, recoup some of our money. <laughs> I can't believe I actually twisted them together, Bill I George. I told like, you. You can twist a damn thing together. Bill George has got us out here. This is what we do. You're no longer Literally Magnum. Sure. You're MacGyver. Listen. I thought you were going to uh, buy a fact. I thought you were going to come and buy a fact, I, I, a bench made fact. When I looked in there last time, it wasn't there. I got, There's three of them in there. Which is one it? do you want? You want a black blade? You want silver blade? You want what, what, what? I don't care. You don't care? You don't care? No. He only Color wants of the blade doesn't matter. Because he's going to be sticking it in the gator skull anyway. So <laughs> right. yeah. And that's why he wants it. What do you call that? A pick? What do you, what a, do you stick? a what? To pith them. Pith. Pith. P-I-T-H. I know. Don't make fun of me with my belt. We can't palsies. say that on air. You know? Make fun of Pith. Them. Like pith. P-I-T-H? Pith? Yeah. That's what it's called when you do that? Yes. You pith that's them? That's a technical term. Like you knew it. I did. You did not I know did. that. You know why? Because Bill George taught me the last time he we went out. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> the only reason why. Otherwise, you'd so. be looking at him like I am going, <laughs> Probably a, right. That was yeah. a pick. I thought maybe an ice pick, like an old gangster thing. I do use an ice pick a lot. That's that's what I use a lot. Ice pick? Why don't you just use a hatchet or something and uh, put a spike to in there? To get through a little hole to the base of the brain? Is that what it is? There's yeah. a little hole there? How do you find that You go thing right up through the vertebrae. Uh, well, isn't that right okay. where the head ends and the body begins, that little yeah. line that goes in between? Yeah. That's the softest spot to go into yeah, the gator. You, go, you sever the Boom. spine, and then you take a, a piece of metal, you know, run it up the spine We went from in, into the head. We went from Magnum P.I. to MacGyver, now to Dexter. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you wait to see me try and improvise, and I probably have it in the truck to do it. So yeah, he'll use a an old. He'll go. I got a 1965 rolling ballpoint pen made by Bic. This will work. He's like, I can make a megaphone out of <laughs> a piece of a piece of rope, a squirrel, and a megaphone. <laughs> Speaking of squirrels and Missouri, the Department of Conservation out in Missouri. Busted a group of 16 poachers for smashing the state possession limit for squirrels. The uh, agents contacted a group of people after citizens with an observant eye tipped them off about the situation. During the two days of hunting, the group had killed how many squirrels? 471. I'm not, seeing a, I'm not seeing a bad thing here. 471 squirrels. Yeah, but here, you'll, here's the bad part. The state's personal daily bag limit of squirrels 12. is 10. <laughs> 10. <laughs> 10. <laughs> 10 per day with a possession limit of 20 squirrels per person. And so the group had 151 of them um, over the possession limit. The people cited all the were all non-residents. Uh, in addition to the over-harvest citation, the poachers were issued warnings for failure to keep Wildlife separate, separate and identifiable. You know what these people? I never, I've never done this before. I've heard of it being done. I don't know where these people are from, but what they did is they charred 
their squirrels before transportation. So when they divvied them all up, they charred them before they decided to... Uh, charred. Charred. Like with a flamethrower charred? Basically, you uh, burn the hair off of them. Instead of skinning them out, you just basically put a stick in a orifice somewhere and hold it over the flame and burn all the hair off of it and then throw them over in a pile. At that same time? Uh, well, when you got 471 of them, I guess it gets a little tedious trying <laughs> to pull the, uh, the T-shirts off the squirrels. Uh, but they were charred, so that means that they were basically unidentifiable as those critters. You know how FW, I mean, how they, they work. They look at it and go, well, you boys burned all the hair off of these things. That's uh, You can't do that. Uh, so they confiscated the 151 squirrels that were over the well, limit. And are holding them as evidence pending a court date. Oh my lord! I, I get, uh, teacher, which, teacher, teacher! I got, I got some. I got your questions because I'm asking the same questions. One: Why did they let them keep the squirrels that they that they were legal to keep, and then anything over it, they were considered poachers? I got a question. Okay, go. If they were charred, are they leftovers? And are they really been consumed but leftovers? Have they been prepared for a meal and now leftovers? So if they took a leg off of each one of them and ate them, then uh, it would be leftovers. It's leftovers. All right. And on that note, we'll talk more about it next Saturday on the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. Have a great weekend, everybody. Cold friends are coming. Thanks for being my hero. Bye.